This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Greetings and good evening, peace and grace to you. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families, which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Today's reading from the Daily Office is Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 20. Now let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. Again, he began to teach beside the sea. Such a very large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat on the sea and sat there, while the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. He began to teach them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path. And the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and it sprang up quickly, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Other seed fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. And he said, Let anyone with ears to hear listen. When he was alone, those who were around him along with the twelve asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything comes in parables, in order that they may indeed look but not perceive, and may indeed listen but not understand, so that they may not turn again and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy. But they have no root and endure only for a while. Then, when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are those sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, 
But the cares of the world and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things come in and choke the world, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. The Gospel of our Lord. Good evening. So, we find Jesus teaching by the Sea of Galilee. He is telling stories to a great crowd, so great a crowd that he preached to them while sitting in a boat just offshore, while they stood elbow to elbow on the beach. Swaying on the water, Jesus sways the listening audience with the parable of the sower that I just read now. Do you remember that one? Yes? So as it goes, the sower, who is ours truly, Jesus, sows the word. Now, keep in mind that this was broadcast sowing by hand, over ground in its natural state, ordinary, normal, usual, everyday condition, without having been tilled, fertilized, or otherwise pre-prepared, but for the part having been walked on and not being touched, fussed over, ministered to afterwards. Creation as is, but including the presence of Homo sapien. Jesus describes four scenarios. A path, which I assume is hard from much use, then rocky ground, thirdly, thorny brush, and finally, good soil. As he sowed, Seeds on the well-trodden path are quickly discovered by hungry birds who scoff them up. Now, I get a little confused when Jesus explains the parable as to where am I in the story. Am I seed? Am I path? Maybe both? Are we not to be the word in our world? Yet, it seems we are certainly to beware of being like a well-trodden path. Jesus tells us such well-trodden hard ground is easy pickings for Satan, pictured here as hungry birds who immediately take away the word that has been sown. The word has no chance. Maybe be a way less traveled by and more receptive to the true word and not as everyone might think it to be or practice in their lives. It might make all the difference. Seeds on rocky ground with little or no soil spring up too quickly because they are so shallow-rooted, then become scorched by the sun and wither away. They first receive the message with joy, but endure only for a short while and fall away at the first sign of trouble or persecution. The seeds of the word don't do well in such an impenetrable environment. The word has little or no chance. Contraire, don't be a rock, hard or impenetrable. You know, soften up, be nurturing soil, be nourishing gentle Holy Mother Earth who feeds and sustains, allowing growth, unlike inflexible hard rock. Be permeable, be open, receptive, nourish the word, share the good word, 
Be kind, for everyone is fighting a great battle. Other seeds are sown amongst thorns and end up getting choked out by thorny brush of worldly concerns, thorny brush of the lure of wealth, and other such desires, as Jesus says very directly. Beware of the company you keep. Be careful who you hang out with and what communities you belong to and, you know, what organizations you align yourself with. Thorny ones who stifle growth. Thorny growth debilitates, choking out the message. The chances for the word are next to nothing. Avoid thorny company and don't be thorny ground. Instead, listen and act as if you were a seed in good, rich soil, the good earth, thrive, and as we are told, to bring forth grain in abundance, 30, 60, even 100-fold. Wow, 100-fold. The word flourishes. Astounding growth like that is capable of crumbling and breaking down walls and borders, even ones made of rock or steel. <laughs> the best way to accomplish this is in community, an environment of good, rich soil, good earth, allowing for development of a robust system of roots. What do you get out of this parable? Parables are stories about people just like you and me who encounter all kinds and degrees of challenges in everyday life and death. Jesus speaks parabolically as a way for us to ponder and wonder and bear responsibility for our decisions. Frederick Buechner once said this, Listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery it is, in the boredom and pain of it, no less than in the excitement and the gladness. Touch, taste, smell your way to the holy and hidden heart of it, because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments, and life itself is grace. Similar to the beauty of a parabola in mathematics or in nature, such as the path of a comet approaching the sun or the path of a rock thrown into the sea, our lives are beautiful stories, gifts, mysteries to behold and explore. At the heart of our parabolic lives is the word. God is always and in all ways close at hand. You know, I mean to say, Jesus was sitting with his disciples right in front of and talking to all those people standing crowded on the beach, always close by. And even now, the Holy Spirit is always present ever since. She is standing at your elbow at this moment. Jesus begins the parable of the sower by saying, listen. Jesus ends the parable by saying, let anyone with ears listen. In a nutshell, the message Jesus proclaims is not complicated to understand. To love God and love our neighbor, and our neighbor is anyone who needs us. Listen to your life as well as those of others, the other. 
God's intention and hope is for us to be the good soil of an abundant and lush garden. A community garden made with love, grace, and mercy. Amen. And now, read a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us to give the light of revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now the collect for Wednesday in the second week of Lent. O God, you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son to reconcile earth with heaven. Grant that we, loving you above all things, may love our friends in you and our enemies for your sake. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. So right now, let us take some time pausing our worship together, if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, and in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. And now let us say the colic together for the human family. It's, it's on page 815 of the Book of Common Prayer. O oh God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time all nations, all peoples of the earth may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now let us say together the Collect for Social Order and Social Justice, found on page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now the concluding collect. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and a day is past. Be your companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you were revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. 
Now in this time of repentance, turning around toward God's love, grace, and mercy, and justice, let us go in the world in peace, hope, and joy to seek and serve God, being and doing God's grace, mercy, and justice. Do everything in love.